0: From the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey in Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint Week 7 National Football League 2021. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. Okay, as we sit here right now, the Jets are 1-4. The whole key to this game today, Luke, against the Pats, is going to be displayed in the first five minutes of the football game. It is really simple. Can the Jets run the football, make simple pass completions, screen passes, draws, the boring stuff? If the first five minutes of the game is boring, the Jets have a chance to win. If not, they are going to lose. Guaranteed. Charles Barkley style. It's that simple. That's where this team is. The offense is eh. The defense is eh. But I'm not a believer that the Pats are sexy good. I just think that whoever does the boring stuff better is going to win this football game, plain and simple.
1: Yeah, and that's what, you know, Mac Jones does so well and why people are so... Uh, high on him as a rookie uh, you watch him he's not overly excited. he doesn't make big plays but he does the simple things what I'm curious to see is just simply uh, the growth from the last matchup obviously the last time Zach Wilson went up against Belichick earlier this year it was a disaster and it seems almost cruel that even though this isn't the same Patriots to have a rookie quarterback face Belichick twice this early in his rookie season uh, so I'm just curious to see how they respond this time around if they give him a little more help that simple stuff you're talking about being able to run the football. Belichick has never lost at home to a rookie quarterback I don't think he will today but I'm just curious to see if there's any growth from the last game where it was real ugly for Wilson and the Jets see if at least you see some improvement, a better game plan
0: better strategy, something different today against Belichick and the Patriots. You made a very, very poor uh, misspeak there. Uh oh, what'd I say? It's not simple things. It's boring things. Oh, okay. Because this is the thing Zach does the simple NFL things really well. He does the boring football things really poorly. And it's about giving that attention for all 60 minutes and every single play. And that's what the Mannings and the Bradys and the Rodgers and the Breezes did so well in their careers and have done so well. They've done the really simple things really sorry the really boring things really well nfl quarterbacks need to be able to dissect where a safety is if it's cover two cover zero cover one and be able to make those throws that's simple a screen pass is boring you don't want to pay attention to it you feel like you learned that back in high school that is where the jets are very big difference i will forgive you once but don't make that mistake again Okay, I will try not to. Nope. <laughs> uh, we, we, if we don't have some fun with this, Luke, what are we doing? Like you know, what are we doing? Um, the Jets fan, you have to. This is a holiday for you. You're on a bye week. Is there anything you want to say about your Vikings?
1: hey at least they got back to 500 heading into the bye we'll see how they do i kind of like the bye week it's tough not to have your team play but it is nice at least to get one week where you know like you said it is a holiday just no stress i get to relax i get to pay more attention to a lot of the other games
0: it's kind of nice i'm looking forward to a little bit of a break right now it's been an up and down season so far has everyone behaved so far Uh, so so far okay all right let's hope it's Hope it stays that way. We're going to do something different this week. Are you ready? I'm catching you off guard. We had no prep for this show, folks. Okay. We're going to focus on two games in the American Football Conference. We're going to focus on Chiefs Titans and we're going to focus on Bengals uh, Ravens. For our fifth game, we're going to piece two games together. Okay. You with me?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: We have the Packers 5 and 1, the Washington football team 2 and 4. We have the Cardinals 6 and 0, oh, Texans 1 and 5. I'm doing this because the Thursday night football game might be the best football game all year between the Packers and the Cardinals. So, what are you looking for today if anything from either of these two teams? If you were A scout for either of these two teams. Are you looking at anything that happens today as a sign or a hint for Thursday night? Um, I don't know.
1: You know, I'm looking for them to to take care of business, to handle the light. Right,
0: because these could be two blowouts very early, especially Cardinals Texans. So that's why I'm saying this. Like, if you're if you're the advanced scout, is there anything you can glean from these two games besides injuries? No, I don't think not so much the well you would think not so much the Cardinals as he said. I mean, this should be a blowout, and then I would take out you
1: know Kyler Murray and rest of my guys and get them ready on a short yeah. run for Thursday. After you build what should be a substantial lead, we'll see if they take care of business. For the Packers, it's a little bit different because that could and maybe should be a blowout. They are favored last I saw by over a touchdown today, but.
0: The Packers this year have kind of like played with their food. Where uh, Correct, eight and a half. They are, are so close. Uh, they haven't really put anybody away. They've been trailing in the second half of the Lions.
1: It took like a last second field goal twice, you know, to win a couple of comebacks. Even against the Steelers, they let them hang around. So, yeah, on paper, uh, I guess, you know, that should be a pretty easy win against Washington football team at home. But what I'm just curious to see is if it is that. I mean, I trust the Cardinals. They'll blow out the Texans. I don't trust the Packers so much. I think they may make that interesting. They're almost like just coasting along, you know, in cruise control here, winning the game, but uh, waiting until they need to step on the gas late in these games to put them away, even against the Bears last week. So that's what I'm just curious to see for the Packers. What type of effort are you going to get? Are they going to put together one of those blowouts that we really haven't seen yet this year, uh, despite, you know, them playing a lot of worse teams than than them and, and they haven't been able to put teams away?
0: Yeah. Um, it's going to, I think that's the game where you might see a little bit of just what's the effort from Rogers is, is he conserving anything and can they build enough of a lead to be able to save everybody for Thursday? It's going to be interesting. I think how those two games play out. Here's my, um, kind of, of thought process with both Titans, Chiefs and Ravens, Bengals. When it comes to Ravens-Bengals, uh, I'm I'm still on the fence of if Cincinnati is going to be a team that contends in the AFC. And I think if Lamar Jackson can just stay in bounds, you shorten the game. With Chiefs-Texans, they need this game really bad. And we have seen with the Texans that because of Derrick Henry, they can shorten the game Really, really fast if you're not careful and give you very few possessions. And we have seen Patrick Mahomes this year when he's forced to do something make some dumb decisions. I think for Titans Chiefs, I'm looking at Derrick Henry yards, time of possession, and then what the Chiefs do once they establish that pace, that rhythm, and that time of possession. If they're able to stop Derrick Henry early, I think this is a game the Chiefs win. If Derrick Henry's effective, I think this is is a game the Titans win. Yeah, I do
1: agree with you. It does come down to Derrick Henry. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, college football, I was watching Wake Forest against Army, and Wake Forest had the football for 17 minutes and yet scored 70 (laughs) points in that game. 70 (laughs) points in 17 minutes. I think it's kind of similar for the Chiefs. I think the Titans will control the football tonight, or this afternoon, I should say. Uh, uh, I think they will uh, play keep away. Derrick Henry has been excellent, and now he goes up against the Chiefs team that is the worst against the run this year they're averaging to allow over five yards per carry. So Henry will feast. I think the Chiefs won't have the football as much, but that offense is so explosive still that even in the limited opportunity against this bad Titan defense, I think they'll score plenty of points. The Chiefs have been the most explosive offense this year in terms of explosive plays, and the Titan defense has surrendered the fourth most explosive plays. So this is a game that I think Could be high scoring, even though the Titans will try to shorten the game. I think the Chiefs will be able to score, you know, in a hurry, in a quick amount of time. And then the Titans will have a long drive. They'll score, and the Chiefs will score quickly. And it'll be one of those types of deals where the Titans are trying to keep up with longer drives. Uh, So I think we get a lot of points. I think it'll be a close game. As you said, the difference could be that we've seen the Chiefs turn the football over far too much. And last week, they had three turnovers in the first half against the Washington football team. They were trailing at halftime. I was watching that game thinking, here we go again. The Chiefs were my survivor pick. And then they came out in the second half, shut out the Washington football team, didn't turn it over, played much better. So I don't know what version of the Chiefs we're going to get. If they play like they're supposed to and they did in the second half, I think they'll be fine. If they do feel the pressure of not having the football enough, maybe having a deficit, having to make some plays, and they turn it over like they've been doing all year, then that'll be the difference in the game. But I um, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think it'll be a a shootout, a close game. Derrick Henry will go off, and uh, we'll see
0: if Mahomes can make enough plays. I really think the Washington football team should just keep their name as is after everything that's come out just keep it as is <laughs> it's very easy to then differentiate the culture between the team that was formerly known as the redskins and then the washington football team
1: yeah i mean that's fair you could say you're, you're starting fresh but i guess you could do that with a new name as well come up with some sort of pr like really you know Cheesy, family-friendly name to say like, "Hey, we're starting anew. This is going to be different this time."
0: Yes, the uh, DC, Man. DC. I don't know. Let's 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 just think really quickly here of a very PR-friendly name for for Washington. Uh, I was going to just say like United, but isn't that already the soccer team? Like correct, United? correct. It would be yeah. like yeah. something along those lines, like
1: all-encompassing, welcoming.
0: Some name like that. Yeah, it it would be, it would have to be something like the Washington um uh like like uh I'm trying to think of like um uh god. Our the, chance that Daniel, Daniel Snyder he's listening right now trying to figure out what he's going to name yeah, we have horrible dead air. Um, This
1: is the opportunity to to make your sales pitch.
0: The Washington Touchdown Makers.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: The Touchdown Makers score. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. All right. But, well, hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that name with the touchdown makers. Yeah. They just stick with, uh, with football team at that point. I, 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 think so. But I mean, you have to agree touchdown maker or touchdown scorers is a pretty, uh, safe PR name. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. There's a segment for you tomorrow on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow midday show weekdays, 12 to three ESPN radio, Charleston, 98.9 FM, charlestonsportsradio.com. Um, in that Ravens Bengals game, for me, it's turnovers for Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson rushing yards. If Lamar Jackson leads that stat, game over.
1: Yeah, I would probably agree with you. And I do agree with what you said earlier about the Bengals. I feel like I say this every week, especially two weeks ago against the Packers. You know, like this is the test, this is where they could try to prove themselves. But today is certainly the case. You win today, you know, you take over first place from Baltimore, you beat them in their building, and it's like, okay, maybe we do need to really take this team seriously. Uh, They do have the fifth-best defense statistically. Joe Burrow has been playing well, seems to be healthy. Um, But the Bengals have never beaten the Ravens, and the last three matchups against the Ravens, they've been outscored something like 110 to 20, something ridiculous. So they've been blown out. Even going back to last year, Joe Burrow played terrible against the Ravens. So this is a big... You know, litmus test your measuring stick for the Bengals against Baltimore. There's a reason why, despite the records, they're still like a touchdown underdog. Um, This defense has been playing well this year. We'll see if they can uh, corral Lamar Jackson today.
0: All right. Um, Luke, we're getting to the end of our radio program. Aww. Are you okay with the Red Sox losing in the ALCS within the broader context of how the season went?
1: Yeah, it hurt. Especially once you get up two one like that at home, right? That's a see and the way they're playing, that's a series you probably should win. But I maintain the perspective that at the beginning of the season, I picked them to win whatever it was, eighty below eighties, and I said they'd be in the hunt for a wild card. I don't think I even thought they'd make the playoffs. So to get to this point, yeah, much better than even I was expecting. It was a fun season, so I'm trying to take you know like the high road and keep that perspective instead of instead of uh, being real disappointed with how the season ended.
0: What's positive for the Magic?
1: Um, Because Friday night
0: was ugly. Friday night was ugly. (laughs) Start of
1: a new season and new opportunities, I don't know. It probably won't be. It'll be a long, tough year, I imagine. But, uh, you know, everybody starts 0-0. and And uh, so early on in the season, you can at least have a little hope.
0: I think for you guys, it's get all these injured pieces back. And at the same time... Not going anybody else hurt. Because, unfortunately, the injuries you've been getting have been long-term. Um,
1: yeah. I, I jump, I'm jump. i jumping on the Knicks bandwagon anyway, so.
0: There, there you go. Can I bring this up on the radio? Sure. On Wednesday? Okay, good. Especially if we sweep you. <laughs> and if we win tonight. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, game of the day. Uh, I'll say
1: um, uh, Chiefs-Titans because of, uh, I think, the offensive output.
0: I'm cheating and saying Thursday. What was that? I'm cheating and saying Thursday night, Packers cards. Oh, uh, the uh, look ahead, yes. Uh, hopefully that game lifts up the expectations. Well, I mean, we'll next be on the air next Sunday, so... That's true. All right, you can, you can include it. That's yeah, I'm rigging it on purpose. Sleeper game. I mean, there really isn't one. I think we touched on any game of interest
1: today. So, um, geez, I guess I'll just say cold. 49ers Sunday Night Football. Two similar teams. I think it could at least be a good game. Uh,
0: I'll go with that one. Same for a different reason, and it was reminded to me by Danny Flicker. Go listen. Go listen to that pod if you need your college football update from yesterday. That game could be played in a monsoon tonight as part of this bomb cycl bomb cyclone hitting the West Coast. Ooh. And you know that there's nothing that Al Michaels loves more than to start becoming Jim Cantore.
1: Yeah.
0: So, So take another week off. You may just want to, no, he'll be there, but you just may want to tune in and just, you know, kind of check in and just see how Al's treating everything. Not in a negative way. Al just loves the weather. Always has, always will. Um, uh, Game to watch golf during. We have the final round of the uh, PGA Tour Champions, a first playoff event, the Dominion Energy Champions Championship or Classic or something. I can't even get the darn name right. It's a playoff event. Go watch it on Golf Channel.
1: You got three teams favored by over 11 points today. So you can yeah. a couple up. Hey, Cardinals, Texans. I think the Cardinals do handle business at home and put away the Texans very
0: quick. The, the uh, Giants game. Can't do anything to get me to watch that game. Yeah, I don't blame you. To to do, and finally the segment Luke never preps for player or person to watch today. You
1: know, I don't really have a good one for you. I'll say. Um that Lions-Rams game, I, I am intrigued. I think the Rams blow out the Lions, but I am just intrigued about kind of a little bit of like a revenge game. Jared Goff against Stafford against their former teams, McVeigh against Goff, this whole idea, Goff going back to L.A. I think it'll be an ugly game, but I'm just curious to see how is Jared Goff going to perform, and will McVeigh and Stafford even, you know, run it up a little
0: bit just to throw it in his or the Lions' face? It's been emotional for On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Um, one of their interns at iHeartMedia is Patrick. He is Jared Goff's roommate. They were very high on Patrick and Jared Goff when he was a member of the Rams. Then he gets traded. They had Jack Collinsworth on. Uh, sorry, Jack Collinsworth on this week, former intern at On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Now one of the co-hosts of Football Night in America on NBC. He's gone somewhere. Um, f- f- a fun interview, if you want to check that out. Um, my person is Zach Wilson. Can he do the boring stuff? That's progress to me, plain and simple, period. No questions asked. We'll see. We'll find out. That we shall. Luke, I'll see you on the radio. I'm good. Thank you all for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Showing. I'm sorry, Teeing It Up since the Sunday Sprint. Jeez. Get me off the air, Luke.